With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Thanks to Manscaped, who are kindly supporting the Stato Preview Show, although Dale didn't want to hang around and talk about the product with me. Having personally had a few Manscaped lawnmowers in the past, the new 4.0 is a really impressive piece of kit. Impressive and powerful. It's also waterproof, which means you can sort your bits out in the shower. Now, the summer holidays are finally on the way, and the lawnmower, like I say, is brilliant for sorting yourself out before you go and lounge around the pool. We've all been there where we've had accidents with normal risers in the shower. It's not pleasant. It's not nice. Nobody wants that. The lawnmower is designed to reduce all that kind of thing that can happen and help everyone out. Now, Manscaped have also extended their range to include nail care, boxers, and aftershave. But one product which looks the business is the new Weed Whacker Nose Trimmer. And with Father's Day coming up in June, you can get one for your dad or just get one for yourself if you are a father. And when you get to my age, 37, hair does start to appear in places where you don't want it to. The Weed Whacker does help with that, with the old nose and the old ears. And like I say, they're really comfortable and they do help and they get the job done. This is stuff that no one likes to talk about. But as I say, we've all got these problems. It helps. Manscaped have kindly offered the VillaView subscribers 20% off and free shipping when you use the code THEVILLAVIEW in capital letters. Details are also in the description. Now this is a saving of £8 off the Weed Whacker, but a massive £18 off the Law Mower 4.0. And if you really are one of the lucky few in the country that's feeling any kind of flush at the moment, Manscaped have an offer on the Platinum Package 4.0 where you'll save £30. Now, we always say this, but we know money is very tight at the moment. We know the country is not in a brilliant state. But if you are one of the lucky ones who is flush at the moment and you do want to support the Villa View, now these kind of associations with, with companies, they really, really help us. But we want to do something extra if you are buying all the good stuff from Manscaped. So if you do buy the product using the Villa View codes, send us your receipt to studio at thevillaview.tv and we will send you a Villa Brew mug to say thank you. We've got plenty of these, so we want to get some sent out. Lovely mug, nothing better than thinking about Villa when you're having a brew. Thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring us and thank you very much for listening. It's long, that, isn't it? Really, long. really long, that read. As I hate having to sit here and look at myself for two minutes, absolutely horrendous. Hello, welcome back <clears> to the A. <throat> no, welcome to the AVFC Stato preview show on the Villa View. I'm your host, Dan Bardell, joined by the AVFC Stato Dial himself. You've heard all from Manscaped. If you want to get 20% off, use the code the Villa View. Dale, how are you in a hoodie on a on a hot day? Ridiculous. I'm good. It's fair, I'm a bit sad. It's our last show of the year, of the I mean, season. We might be able to cobble another show together, I reckon, looking at the season as, as a whole. That's just me thinking off the cuff here. We might, we might yeah, be able to do something maybe. with that. Maybe try yeah. and do something with some some old players around their stats at their time. But I reckon we'll be able to, to get some Stato content out there yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. the people. George Adams asking about the NordVPN code. Yes, you can still use that. That code is still working, I believe. James Garnett, greeting from Mykonos, Greece. 
Okay. Irwan Jones, no one wants to, no one wants to hear about stuff like that. <laughs> I, I certainly don't because I'm really hot, but I'm not on holiday in Mykonos. I'm in my office where it's currently absolutely boiling. Right then, huge, huge game this weekend, last game of the season. It's at Villa Park, Aston Villa v Brighton. Villa have destiny in their own hands, can qualify for European football this weekend for the first time in over a decade. But we're not. Well, we are here to talk about the game, but we're here to talk purely about stats. And trimming your balls because we're in association with Manscaped. Dale, what's the first stat we've got? This I always ask you, and it's because I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I read it every week. Right, victory for Aston Villa this weekend will see them qualify for the Europa Conference League playoff stage next season. And there's a lovely picture of Villa with the European Cup in 1982. Yep, there's not much to say about that. It's just just huge, isn't it? It's massive and it's unbelievable that we're in this position given how we started the season. Yeah, just a quick update on that. As the Villa will qualify this season, if they beat Brighton, that's it. As if they beat Brighton, we're in. Um, if they draw with Brighton and Spurs and Brentford, Spurs and Brentford both fail to win, we qualify. And if we lose to Brighton, I think Spurs need to lose and Brentford need to not win. Yes, the so permutations. That's, that's, that's the permutations. permutations. That's the permutations. Yeah, but then uh, yeah, the stat you read out, and like I said, if we qualify. Uh, for the Commerce League this season, it will be the first time since 2010 uh, since we did so. Uh, that season, we got knocked out in the first playoff round by Rapid Vienna, drawing 1-1 away from home and then uh, losing 3-2 back at Villa Park. Quiz time. Oh, go on then. Hit me. Can you name the Villa starting 11 f- from the first leg in Vienna? Which one was this? 2010-2011, Aston Villa starting 11 against Rapid Vienna, where we drew one all. So that was Kevin McDonald as the manager, wasn't it? I believe. One, oh, yes, yes. Kevin yes, McDonald. I'm never going to get all those players. Barry Bannon scored, I know that. Yeah. So Bannon's one. in there. All Brighton. Yep, yep two. Hog. Fucking hell. This is, I'm sorry Don't for the language. Swear, Dale. Sorry, 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 sorry. I thought that was the one that was going to catch you out. Is that right? Oh, yep. Uh, then. So, uh, I can't remember if any first team players played or not. I can't remember. Uh, was Guzan was Guzan there then? Yep, Guzan in goal. It was a really young team, wasn't it? This is a get. I don't think he did play. But Sidwell? Nope. No, he's starting eleven. No. Damn. Lowry? Nope. Clark? Nope. I got us a good start. Uh, Davis? Yep. Curtis Davis. Uh, how many have I got here? Five. You got one, two, three, four, five, six left. So five you've got now. Yeah. This could be a long show of this. Dafonza? <laughs> no. Dafonza wasn't playing. No. Heard? So the... Who? Heard? No. They're... That's one of the. Uh, I didn't hear what you said when you said heard. Um, there is. Because he's going to go on forever. Yeah. Uh, as as Eric Lee Chai, Habib Bay, Stephen Warnock, Stuart Downing, Nigel Rio Coca, and Emma Heskey. So basically, I got all the all the obscure ones yep. and then didn't That's get why the, I the obvious first two. That's for that, yeah. I was like, these are the ones no, that you I, won't I, I remember there just been a load of young players playing. I don't remember the rest of the start, the start in 11. I've had a stinker there, haven't I? Yeah. I could have probably got 
some of them. But yeah, it's a decent effort. I mean, they may well be in the Europa Conference League again, or they are in the Europa Conference League. I can't can't remember if they've qualified already or not, but no doubt we'll stumble upon them at some point. Jets laughing at Habib Bay or crying over Habib Bay. Good chant for Habib Bay, though, that we never use the Happy Days theme tune. That was was a good chant that didn't really ever get going. Let's look at the second stat then for Villa this week. Adam's still trying to guess the players. Here we go. <laughs> Aston Villa have lost just one of their seven Premier League games against Brighton, winning four and drawing two. And I'm racking my brains trying to think of the defeat. And I can't, I've not got it. When was that? Uh, the you don't even know. I do, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was in November 2020. Uh, Aston Villa won, Brighton two. Esri Konza scored the goal for Villa and Danny Welbeck and Solly March for... Brighton, Anfield Park. Was it three? Wasn't it three? One? Was it three? Two, one. This was lockdown, wasn't it? Yeah. That was a poor game. Remember that being poor? We got off to a terrible start playing an outrageously high line and we got we got really caught. Mings yeah. got caught, didn't he? And, yep. and Welbeck scored. Yeah, I, re- I remember that now. But we do generally have a good record against Brighton. We were okay. We stopped them winning the league in the championship as well, didn't we? At Villa Park, Jack Grealish scoring a terrible goal mistake from the goalkeeper, Stockdale, and we drew. 1-1 in the last game of the season in that awful first season in the Championship, which made Newcastle win the Championship that, that season. But we've got a decent record against Brighton. A lot of draws. Draw would be where the sensible money would go this weekend, I think. Although I would back us to beat anyone at home, especially the way we've been defending at Villa Park and how the atmosphere is going to be. So it's going to, it's going to be a great one. Something on the low end going into the last game of, of the season. But Brighton are definitely... An impressive outfit. They've had an outrageous season, really, Brighton. Let's look at them there, then, our our guests this weekend, Brighton. Brighton have secured sixth place in the Premier League, their best finish in the competition. I'm going to guess their best finish before that was somewhere around ninth, tenth. Yeah, it was. But yeah. Was it? uh, It's been their first season. Um, uh, They finished 15th on 40 points. I mean, the second season, they now only avoided relegation. Uh, finishing 17th, two points above Cardiff, uh, who were relegated. Uh, in their third season, they finished 15th on 41. The fourth season, they finished 16th on 41 again. And the last season, they finished ninth. Um, yeah. And then this season, like I said, uh, they secured sixth place. Um, are you there? So that's two seasons yeah. of Chris Hughes and three seasons of Potter. And then this season's been half, well, a quarter Potter. And the rest of it deserve it, but massive progress for them. Yeah, they're an finish, un- finishing sixth. Yeah, they're an unbelievable team in terms of you know they sell their best players and they just get some young kid from South America to come in and be a world class player and sell him on for ninety million and do the same again and rinse and repeat. I mean, Enciso's coming from nowhere in the, at the back end of the season. I've never heard of him, and then suddenly he's coming on the pitch and he looks like a world beater. And I expect he'll be going to Manchester United for <laughs> yeah. seventy million yeah. in, a, in a year's time, and they'll have someone else that they're pulling from Peru, Peru or. Yeah. Ecuador or somewhere obscure. They pull players from absolutely everywhere. Brighton, what what a club, what an outfit. The way they do things is absolutely to be marvelled. And teams will try and copy it. Yeah, they won't work. I don't think anyone will be able to copy their model. It's just not. It's not Brentford the way they did things in the Championship. I I don't think it can be mimicked. You can you can try your best, but you've got to try and and find your own way, which is certainly what Villa are doing at the moment. But teams will try and try and copy Brighton, but it it just won't work because they're they're one offs. The way they do things, fair play to unbelievable season to, to finish six. A team like Brighton, who wasn't that long ago, they were struggling to exist, yep. really, and they're in the, lo- the lower echelons of the of the AFL, and now to be top six in the Premier League with a with a fantastic manager, and they've got some really really good players as well. 
well done, Brighton. Congratulations. But Indeed. have a day off on Sunday, uh, yeah, please. please yeah. yeah. Let's look at the next one for them. Unless you've got any no quizzes off the back of that? No. I uh, know. We skipped one quiz. Uh, I've got an Instagram. Let's go back. Uh, no, let's go back and do can we go back? Yeah. Can we go back? Yeah, why not? Um, it's, uh, so we're talking about uh, the Villa just lost uh, so one of the last seven games against Brighton. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the last three in a row against them. Yep. I'm going to list the score and the date, and you've got to tell me who scored for Villa. I should be able to do that. Hey, I remember. Okay. Um, I guess the manscaped on that, mate. Get some manscaped on <laughs> Maybe, Maybe I've been using the manscaped. Like, hey, yeah. um, November 2021, uh, it's Aston Villa 2, Brighton 0. That was Gerard's first game, wasn't it? Mm. So that was Watkins. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Mings. Yes. Lovely. Uh, February 2022. Brighton nil. Aston Villa 2. Watkins. Watkins. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Oh, dear. I want to say Ings. I'll give you one more guess. Outside the area, lovely right foot. Oh, Matty Cash. There you go. Yeah. Matty Cash, the first goal. Yeah, and the last one, the most recent one, uh, November 2022, Brighton 1, Villa 2. Ings double. Yeah. Who scored for Brighton? Is it McAllister? It was after Douglas Louise was, well, it was like Martinez passed it out to him to Douglas Louise and, yeah. and I think McAllister started. I was literally him. directly behind the goal at that game and I was hung over from the night before <laughs> and then within two minutes we made a horrific error and I just thought, oh, what am I doing? What is, what is life? I started, I started to think, but then, great. First away win of the season, that was, and I was present for it, which, which was very, right. very nice. Right, let's, nice little quiz there, Stato. Yeah. Disappointed I had to be prompted to get cash. Right, so we move. Let's get that Brighton stat up that we were about to read out, please, Adam. Thank you very much. Well, there's the boy, Evan Ferguson, absolutely sensational striker. Yep. 55% of the Premier League goals scored by teenagers mm. this season, excluding own goals, sorry, have been by Brighton players. So Ferguson's a teenager. I'm presuming he's in so a teenager. He is, yeah. Is he? Yeah. How old is he? Oh, that's a question I don't have the answer to. Okay. Um, must, be nine, must be 18, 19, yeah. I'm presuming. Uh, but Julio and Ciso scored four. I'm, I'm including one of the best goals I've ever seen uh, last night. It was unbelievable. I was out last oh, night. Oh, you haven't seen the goal? No, oh, my God. It is unbelievable. Is it a goal of the season? It's up there, for sure. It's up there. Is it better than Nunez's goal for Wolves against Chelsea? That's my goal of the season. That I can't remember That was a sensational it. strike. Oh, go back and watch yeah, it. That. Yeah. that was the goal of the season. I'll let you know which one I think is better yeah, yeah. when I go back and watch it. Uh, so, Evan, uh, so, Evan Ferguson's got six. And Great player. This is his name's impossible to say. Facundo. There you go. Thank you. Is he a teenager as well? Gee, I think, you know, these players are teenagers. Well, not only teenagers. are they obscure, come from nowhere, they're teenagers. Yep. Honestly, Brighton. Yeah, but Zerbi's got some, very, very smart. Some style. Like the game, like, last night, last night uh, they took out a Lewis Dunk and a Webster and they brought in two, a, a Levi Colwell and someone else and they both played Brilliant. Yeah. And they both played brilliantly against Man City. It's like against, They're a joke. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So, um, yeah, impressive for Brighton. They could just bring in uh, these youngsters and they just hit the ground running. I'm half expecting someone I've never heard of to turn up at Villa Park yeah. on Sunday. 
his first game and just banging one from 35 yards because that's what Brighton do. Mm-hmm. Lee Bruce is saying, Brighton just remind me of Southampton and Leicester of years gone by. Elite recruitment and managerial appointments, but you will never be a relevant club long-term when you sell your best player. I don't know, you know, with Brighton, I, I, feel, it's a bit different. I feel like it's a bit, bit different. I mean, Leicester and Southampton have had absolute stinkers. Leicester shouldn't be down where they are. No. They've, they've, they've got enough good players to not be down the bottom. I don't understand what's what's happened there. And, they tra- and their facilities, their training ground is the, one of the best places I've ever been in my life. I felt mm. like I was on holiday mm. when, when I was there. It, it was so good. But yeah, Southampton and Leicester have fell by the way. So I'm not saying Brighton are going to finish top six every season, but I think they're an established Premier League team. Yeah. I don't see them them going down. They've just they've just got a plan for every eventuality. They seem to have a plan. Potter goes, I want to get in someone better. Yeah, but That's absolutely yeah. fine. I mean, that is just... Elite recruitment, like like you say, Lou. But yeah, Brian. Not a scary proposition on Sunday, but a really, really good team. Let's look at Peak Villa then, unless you've got to decide. Sorry, I should check for a quiz every round, really, shouldn't I? Yeah, it's not a quiz in that one. No quiz. No more quizzes? Uh, there could be one for this it one. If you want one, I could just make one up. I mean, don't make one up on the spot. It might not be very good. But <laughs> well, let's just look at Peak Villa then. Aston Villa have won their final game in one of the last eight Premier League campaigns, drawing two and losing five. Last eight Premier League campaigns. Yeah. Does that mean that the last time Villa won on the last day of the season was when Villa beat Liverpool 1 0 in 2011? And it was Stuart Downing scoring against Liverpool? That was the last time. Yes. Yeah, after the last that... time we won. No, no, no. no. Because, no because, because the stats say Aston Villa have won their final game in one of the last eight. And that was, the, and that was nine seasons ago that Stuart Downing won. So the quiz yeah, question is which oh, we go. is which game did we win on the last game of the season in the last eight Premier League Premier season, League? Yeah. <sighs> did we win under Tim Sherwood? Oh, I know it. I was there. It was the first game back after lockdown. One of the lucky ones. Beat Chelsea. Yeah, I was lucky. Beat Chelsea two one. Beat Chelsea two one. Yeah. Yeah, it's our only win. Uh, so we lost to Norwich in 2012. I lost uh, Strew to Wigan in 2013. Lost to Spurs 2014. Lost to Burnley 2015. Lost to Arsenal 2016. Drew to West Ham in 2020 when Jack Grealish scored and we survived in the last day. Then we beat Chelsea in 2021. And then last season was that Man City game where we threw away a, two, a two-goal lead and lost 3-2. Yeah, we cost Liverpool the title. Yep. That day, didn't we? Yep. Interesting. Can you remember who scored for Burnley when they beat us 1-0 at Villa Park? I can't remember, but I can just tell you who it is. Danny Ings. No, no, yeah. I know. Who <laughs> Danny, Danny Ings. Yeah, Danny Ings. I'm quizzing you. Yeah. I know exactly who it was. Ings, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that Chelsea game. That was, they were, Villa were really good that day, actually. I don't know whether my memory of it is skewed a little bit because it had been so long since I've been to Villa Park, but I just remember it's been really good. Troy Oriel Garza. Troy Oriel Garza. I think was it Chilwell. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. But, but let's just remember Jack Plan is a number ten. That was his last game in in a, in a Villa shirt, and mm. I was lucky enough, enough to be there nice. watching him play as a number ten. I don't even think he was fully fit, but he was just really good that day, and you could just see the influence. I was obviously sat in a different place for that game, sat in the Trinity, yeah, and you could just see the influence that he that he that he had in that game. He was he was absolutely magnificent, and then that was obviously his last game. You got any other stats? Any other pearls of wisdom before we finish? So last week I. I left you on two negative stats, so I thought I'd switch it around this way. You can do two positive ones. Love that. So Brighton haven't kept a clean sheet in nearly 53 years at Villa Park. 
they're, they're letting in a lot of goals in general, actually, at the moment. They're shipping every game. They're yeah. doing well, but they are conceding every single game. Yeah. And then when Brighton concede first in the Premier League away games this season, their record is winning one, losing five. So if we can score first, we've got a good chance, I guess. That's, that's... Let's let's do that thing where we haven't done it every week, but we do it every now and again. We do it against Newcastle. We attack the whole ten first yes. half. Get off to a fast start, like we did against Manchester United, like we did against Newcastle, like we did against Leeds, where we choose, we make that decision to win the toss and attack the Holton first, and then Holton still boos, even though we've chosen it ourselves. I don't think everyone realises, and then we just go for it, full throttle, yeah. get ourselves an, an early goal, and then the atmosphere's up, and then we go on and win the game. We don't have to worry about anything else because we just qualify for Europe by winning our game ourselves. I mean, but if we win, what's our points tally down? See. When was the last time we got 60 points? Oh, my God. Phil, Sorry. Phil, I mean, Phil, these are all, Phil. These are all things I would expect you to have. Yeah, to have no, really. no, I can get it, for sure. I know, yeah. I would have expected you to come armed with this kind of stuff. Uh, so, we'll be on 61 if we win. Oh, 61 is uh, The last time we would have got 61 was... Uh, we got 64 in 2009-10, 62 in 2008-9... And then before that, it was 61 in 96, 63 in 95, 96, and then 74 in 92, 93, but that was 42 games. So the, my, the best seasons in my memory are the ones under probably the fir, first kind of two and, under Brian Little and then the Martin O'Neill years. So we're looking at points tallies that are very, very similar yeah, yeah. To, to those teams. So that's that's exceptional given, again, I say it every week, given the handicapped start that, that, that we had, to be on points totals that are around those excellent Aston Villa teams is borderline ridiculous. Yep. And one more. Uh, so both Villa and Brighton are leading the league in uh, goals scored in the first 15 minutes with 12 each. Get a lump on that then. Goal in the first 15 minutes. Oh, man, yeah, I've got 12 as well, actually. I fancy a fast start like the Newcastle game where I think we'll... Will, will come at them because they can be got out defence. They're a great side. Yeah, but they've got a few frailties at the, the back. They they a bit like us sometimes. They play quite high, and I think we yeah. can take advantage of that. Watkins has got a got a good record against Brighton, as, as we've just discovered. You know, I'd I'd like to see him back on the score sheet. That would be a great way to, to end the season on a positive for him because undoubtedly he'll be upset at not making the England squad, and he's in a bit of a mini drought after that unbelievable run yeah. that, he, that he went on before the drought. So, you know, it'd be nice to see Watkins end the season with a goal. He got, As I say, he's got a good record against Brighton. Fast start, there's every chance that'll happen. Right then, Dad, it's been a pleasure doing the Stato preview with you across the second half of the season. Yep. Is it, has it been helpful to Villa's good run? Who knows? Do, do we, do we take any has, kind yeah. of credit for it? I'm not sure, but since this show came on board, Aston Villa have been a very good football team. True. So we'll, we'll, be, we'll try and do some stuff in the summer with Dale, make sure we get some some content out, maybe talking to a few ex-pros about, about their stats and things like that and look at the season as a whole from a stats perspective. I think that would be yeah, 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 an interesting show. If you want to say that, then leave a, leave us a, a comment letting us know that you'd like to see some more Stato content in the summer and give the video a like, please, if you've enjoyed it as well. Basically, if you don't give this video a like and you've watched it, Villa aren't going to qualify for Europe. So true. I implore you 
to give the video a like and subscribe to the channel with your post notifications on. I'll be back tomorrow with Dave Reed to do the normal preview, talking through the game. And if you haven't watched 1874 with myself and Greg Evans, if you stick with me, you don't even need to listen to me because I'm just there to facilitate Greg really and listen to what Greg has to say. So go and listen to that because Greg's full of full of beans at the moment about Villa mm. and full of good little bits of inside knowledge and info as well. So I implore you again to go back and listen to 1874 that we did on Tuesday. I think it was, so it's still very, very relevant. Thank you to Adam for producing. Thank you for those that have watched. Thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring as well. If you are in the market for some Manscaped tools, please, please use our discount code. Have a good rest of your Thursday and up the villa. Up the villa. Social Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.